You're listening to Steady Picks Radio. Steady Picks is your source for industry-leading sports betting data and the latest news and information to help you bet smarter and start winning. Go to www.steadypicks.com to learn all the ways that you can listen to Steady Picks Radio and let our expert hosts help you win some money. Remember, betting is more fun when you win. Wake up and wager. Welcome back into the show. Happy Tuesday. The unofficial or official, I don't know how you call it, start of March Madness. We got the play-in games today and tomorrow, so we'll touch on those here during the show today. Steadypicks.com, completely free to sign up. Sign up today. Best bets from myself, Ricky, Donnie, Big John on occasion. And, of course, the Steady Pick system plays. It's all completely free to sign up, so join Today at SteadyPicks.com. While you're there, Sportsbook offers BetMGM, BetRivers, who now has an app. BetRivers launched their app in P- in all the states, but in PA particularly. You can sign up there. $1,000 risk-free bet on BetMGM. $250 deposit match on BetRivers. Sign up today. We talk about it all the time. You need to shop around for the best price on Everything that you bet. So add a new sports book to that equation today. Gambling problem? Call one eight hundred Gambler. Ricky, good morning. Uh, how you doing today? Good morning, Tom. Doing well, my man. Been uh, been diving into the NFL the last twenty four hours, which is always a, a treat for me. Free agency has kicked off, so feel like uh, yeah, it's got got some. Got some new stuff to talk about. And we will touch on that um, a little bit later in the show. You know, I think it's an important, you know, people often will wonder, like, why are you talking about the NFL? Like, it's so far away. It's not relevant right now. And that's very true to some extent. Like, should we be talking about the NFL? Maybe not. But I think it's... Free agency is huge. Yeah, but there's so many other bigger things going on right now. Baseball is getting ready to start. The lockout just ended. NBA season's winding down. March Madness. There's a lot of other things going on. But let me finish. Is that in order to be good at, and this is why we say you can't bet every sport, because even when the sport's not going on, you still need to pay attention to what's happening. So it's another reason why you can't, bet and you can't be good at betting every single sport on the board because it just it's not going to work yeah and truthfully for for my nfl people out there i kid you not not just yesterday and you know this beginning stage of free agency but these we're seeing these teams take shape and you know like this is really crucial in terms of the rosters that are going to be out there next year. So if nothing else, hopefully I'll be able to give you some of the key moves that were made that I think 
you know, will impact your betting in these teams markets. Very nice. Very nice. And it's never too, you know, we'll take a look at what futures are posted over on BetMGM. Just see if there's anything actionable. Uh, we'll take a peek at that. Um, okay. I wanted to start the show with recapping the golf plays from last week. The tournament this week, this weekend, this weekend was an absolute mess. There was rain every day. It got drug out until uh, yesterday when it finished at dusk. Um, and we actually had a pretty darn good week of golf, if I do say so. Um, Tom Hoagie was in the running up until yesterday, like, you know, the final day. He was he was really in the mix. I think he was two back. That was 125 to one ticket. He up, unfortunately had shot like four over yesterday in his final round, but um, he was definitely in the mix. He was definitely around. Um, none of the other outrights really came close, which is okay, but we won a lot of the, the prop uh, bets that we had, Ricky. Uh, Chris Kirk to beat Gary Woodland, beat that pretty easily. That was a unit um, at minus $1.25. The two that you were um, shaking your head at me for, Last week, Ricky, I don't know if you remember this, was Patrick Cantlay and Xander Shawfley to miss the cut. Oh, yeah, I remember the Cantley one. Yes. They missed? Both missed? Both missed. Plus 250, two tickets. Cash them. Hey, there we go. So both of those, Cantlay and Shawfley, were both plus 250. Win them both. Tom, you had like... You had like 25 damn picks. I can't even keep up. That's why I got to go over them. <laughs> and it's the problem yeah. is that I'm, you know, you're well, I was going to say the rates. web people, uh, yeah, you got to, is it like a definitely highly profitable card for you as you go through these just glancing? Um, I wouldn't say like wildly profitable, but a unit, uh, unit or two, somewhere in between that. Hey, it's a green card. That's what we look for. Um, and then the last one was Eric Van Royen, top South African at plus 350, basically to beat Oosthuizen was his guy to beat, and he got it done, had a really nice round. Uh, that was plus 350. So some pretty sizable dogs mixed in here. All right. We see you. We see you. And, um, yeah, just wanted to share a recap because I know there was a lot of plays and the tournament kind of lasted a little bit longer and uh, was pretty happy with, with how that went. So um, that is all That is all will be updated, I'm sure, today. And we'll look ahead to next week as well uh, tomorrow. Tomorrow. We'll look ahead to, I think it's the Valspar Open mm. is where we'll be headed. Okay. Um, okay. Let's flip over to where do you want to go? Where should we go? It's up to you, my man. I got, I got a college basketball bet and I got some NFL talk. Those are the two th things I got today. MLB. I'll just touch on this quick because, you know, you know, I'm a big baseball guy and you know, we, we obviously got the lockout ended. 
We've got some new rules in place, expanded playoffs, D, uh, universal DH, um, a couple other, you know, the pay Wait, was a big thing. That flew over my head. The DH is in both leagues officially? Yes. Universal DH. Mm, didn't know that. Um, which is fantastic. Fantastic. They've also got stuff on the table. It's a really interesting deal because part of the deal is in a, in like a year, they have to vote on, I mean, it might be less than a year, but they have to sit down and they have to vote on a few things. One of those is a pitch clock. It's 19 seconds with runners on base, 14 seconds with the bases empty would be the proposed time of that. Like the pitch clock. Mm. I said it's really interesting. Again, you kind of look at it from a, a betting perspective. How can I take advantage of a rule change? I think that drives totals way up. Because there's a lot of pitchers that like to pitch slow and take their time, recover between pitches. If you got 14 seconds with nobody on base, like that's throw, get on the mound, get the call, throw again. Like it's I hate those pitchers, Tom. I know you know who was the the best pitcher to go watch back in the day. A little trivia question for you: Who pitched at the fastest pace in the history of the major leagues? The fastest pace? I have no idea. There Absolutely. was one guy who who literally took pride in just getting the ball and going, getting the ball and going. He was a Philly, Tom. No guesses? No guesses. A Cliff Philly. Lee. Cliff For those Lee. who remember him, played well on the Indians a while, played on the Phillies, Rangers. He was an ace at one point in his career. Fastest pace ever for a pitcher. You watch a Cliff Lee game, Tom, you're not going to be sitting there for four hours. It was beautiful. And so that's what they're kind of working on. Do it's I like it? Do I, I don't know. Tom, do you want the game to be more boring? It's not. It's boring. already hard enough to get through a baseball game it's for not most boring. people. I hate when people say that. I fucking it's hate true. when people say that. If you Tom, don't I'm like it, don't watch life it. Life, and I'm saying it. If you don't like it, don't watch it. How about that? I don't. <laughs> Truthfully, I don't. Good. And based off the viewership numbers of the MLB compared to other sports, not many people do. That's nah, not true. The World Series is historically always one of the most watched things. The World on Series, Tom. Talk about a regular season baseball game, though. Nobody really watches except for the local core fan base. MLB's got to make these moves. I really believe they need to bring more entertainment to their game. Sounds like they're doing it, though. The MLB is just fine. It's going to be a vote. It's going to be a vote <laughs> to see what they do. I'm... I love this time because it's like it's the old age era fan and then the, the new wave fan almost of at the outlook of you and I, you know, it's I want more bat flips. I want more a quicker game, you know, things like that, that, that create a little more spice. And you probably want nothing to do with any of that. Nonsense. I just want to play baseball. It doesn't need to be revel like some people are going to like it. Some people aren't. You can't cater to everybody. You know, like it's one of the most pure games around, and I just don't feel like you. It's worth changing the rule book just because fucking millennials want to can't sit down <laughs> and watch a game for too long because they get bored. Like, shut up. Uh, I love it, Tom. I love it. Other rule but, changes. I mean, look, nonetheless, I'm glad baseball's back. Don't get me wrong. Doesn't sound like it. Other rule changes. I just want uh, to watch it. Double headers are now nine innings. 
um, all the doubleheaders are nine instead of the seven inning doubleheader thing. All uh, nine I don't innings, like that. And they got I love that. Really? I thought the seven inning games were kind of cool. No, because the pitching got weird and they started doing weird things with the pitching in those games. I like full a full day of bait, like a doubleheader, a full day. You're at the stadium like twelve hours. I love it. <laughs> um okay. the other big change is no runner on second base to start an extra inning. All right. I loved that rule too. What the heck? Well, they got rid of it. Because that's not baseball. Bring back the 18 inning games that no, you know, like Tom, that was good. I'll make a firm argument that that extra inning rule was awesome. It made things more exciting. It ended the game quicker. There's, there's 162 baseball games. There's no need for us to spend 22 innings in a regular season game. If that's how long it takes, that's how long it takes. Oh my gosh. I actually very disliked the runner on second because at that point, like you're you're totally altering the game. It takes one hit, and the game's over. Like that's not what that's not what baseball is, or what it's about. It wasn't like that in the playoffs, though. They just they just had the rule in the regular season. And they threw it away altogether. Let me guess, Tom, you like the MLB commissioner who's the laughing stock of the planet? You think he's doing a good job? Because <laughs> no. I'm I'm getting off of this podcast. If you say one positive thing about that Manfred idiot who's trying to ruin baseball. I don't have much good to say about him, truthfully. But I do think all of the things that got changed were uh, in a decent direction. They're getting paid more. Everybody's getting paid more. Minimum salary gets bumped to like seven hundred thousand from the five forty five five twenty five that it was. They had took a twenty percent increase um, for the league, which is fantastic. It's good to see. Um, but no, overall, I think the, the things that got implemented were were overall fine, good. Um, Manfred, I won't say anything good about him because he's horrible. He is the worst commissioner. The the biggest thing, the biggest problem with baseball, and then we'll move on here, is the way that they black out televised spots, right? So they're very, very quick to like uh, blackout, have blackouts on the broadcasts and on their streaming. You can't watch this game. You can't watch that game. The biggest thing you can do for any sport and for any, any sport, any league, is make it easy to watch. It shouldn't be a battle to find a game that I want. If I pay for MLB League Pass, or whatever they call it, extra innings, MLB TV is what I what it's called, MLB TV. If I pay for that, I don't want a single thing blacked out for me. Not a single game in the entire season. Because yeah. if you want your biggest fans to, to watch baseball... Like, you better make all the games available on the platform that it's supposed to be available on. Like, that's why I think the NFL does part of the, well, part of the reason why they do so well is their TV scheduling thing is so friendly. It's so friendly. Nothing gets blacked mm-hmm. out. If you have one of those things, you can watch every single game. 
got red zone. You watch every single moment. No commercial. Like they just do some interesting it's things. A long way though, Tom. Back in the day, I remember Charger, San Diego Chargers games were blacked out before. Like they they did fix it in the NFL, so that it's no longer an issue. But maybe the MLB will take the turn with that because you're you're right. You should be able to watch your team every night, regardless if you're, if you're paying much. for that. Yeah, like if I want to watch any team, if I want to watch any team in the league on any given night, I should be able to if I'm paying for MLB TV or whatever the subscription is. That you have, agreed, and that just overall hurts the hurts the league really when you can't. Anyway, off that off that tangent, the division odds are posted, so take a look at those. We'll talk about those another day, but um, all the division odds are posted, and obviously the the World Series, uh, American League, National League winners as well are posted up here, so. A lot of stuff got added in the last couple of days. Okay. We'll have to have a little uh, MLB episode coming up. Oh, please. Please, please. Uh, Ricky, over to the NFL. Hit me with some of the news that you got, that you got, some of the stuff you're talking about. All right. So free agency has begun. We've had some big names drop already. I'll go through a couple of the biggest ones. First of which, Tom, J.C. Jackson, the cornerback from the Patriots, superstar, signs a five-year, $82 million deal with the Los Angeles Chargers. This one I want to talk about for a second because this shocks me. Not that he got a big contract, but that the Patriots didn't even tag him. They just let their best defender walk out the door with no effort to re-sign him, franchise tag him. You got to wonder if... uh, Maybe Belichick doesn't think this guy's as good as his numbers say. But, um, yeah, so that that's the first one. J.C. Jackson goes to the Chargers. Um, some other teams that made some splashes, the Jacksonville Jaguars. This is wild. They go out and they get Brandon Sheriff. One of the best guards in the NFL. They give him a massive $49 million deal over three years. This is a wild one. They also go out and get Evan Ingram, the tight end from the Giants, who, you know, showed some flashes throughout his time in New York. But they make Christian Kirk like the fourth highest paid receiver in the NFL. And we got to pause here for a second, Tom. Four years Max value of $84 million for a guy who was the three or four receiver in Arizona last year. It blows my mind. I don't even know what you could possibly be thinking. I mean, I know every you got to get your guy, right? And I'm all about getting your guy if, you, if that's who you think it is. But come on now. Christian Kirk. Christian Kirk breaks the bank, but yeah. So, so keep in mind, I mean, this Jacksonville Jaguars team, they're, they're loading up. They got a, they made some other signings just to fill some holes on defense, couple, not big name guys, but guys that will come in and help. And one of the takeaways that I'd want people to get from this little segment here is 
the Jackson Jaguar, the Jacksonville Jaguars are making moves to be competitive next year. And in terms of the offensive line, getting Trevor Lawrence weapons, Doug Peterson, I know there's a mixed bag of feedback depending who you ask on him, but I think he's a great coach. Um, so when like the team totals and stuff come out, keep an eye on that team. Uh, they're, they're making moves. Would you think that plus 550 to win that division is a play you might entertain? It's so funny you asked that, Tom, because I was on BetMGM right before the show contemplating that bet, and I decided against it because, first of all, I think the Titans are are definitely a uh, built to win now a bit more. Like While the Jaguars might be coming on their neck, I still do see a little gap between the Titans and the Jags, and I think the Titans still have some noise to make as well, but... There's also other teams in that division, like the Colts, depending what they do with the QB division. You know, I think they're probably best positioned to win that division with a QB. So I didn't so? want to make that bet till I see how some of the other things play out. But um, yeah, I mean, if anything, take out your phone, open your little notepad, write down the Jags and just keep them, keep them in the back of your head because they're... They're a team that's probably been the most aggressive so far in everything, in improving their roster. It's kind of the hardest thing about futures when you, when you take into account all of this stuff because, like you said, I'll wait and see how it shakes out. And, like, oftentimes if you wait and see, the edge is gone. Like, the value of betting the Jaguars now is that you're getting ahead of the wait and see. You know what I mean? Like... Well, I do I do know what you mean, but I actually think you could get a worse number based on what the Colts do because the Colts are priced without a QB right now. They literally, like Carson they, Wentz though, is gone. Plus 140? I think that's where they're going to be priced. I, I don't I don't know who they're going to get that's going to push him over the Titans, right? That's the, that's the thing. It's The NFL is a little bit crazy. I, I don't think Deshaun Watson will go to the Colts. I think they've actually made it clear they wouldn't trade him in the division. But, I mean... The Colts are a good enough team, Tom, that they don't need a superstar QB. Like they they won despite Carson Wentz last year. You know, the, the offensive line is coming back. I think they're missing, they're losing one piece on the line. The entire defense is coming back. Um so it's really just the QB position that you're gonna see a swap. And probably an improvement, truthfully. And let's not forget that quarterback is the most important position in football and potentially in all of sports. So you cannot win. You cannot be successful in the NFL with a not very good quarterback or an average quarterback. You have to have a guy. I'm a full believer in that. Full believer. You have to have a guy. Jimmy Garoppolo... One of the one of the names that's being tied out that way a little bit. I don't love. Which why would you do that? Like well, the I, thing is, I, why he would you is do a, that? he is a winner. I mean, you can you can say oh. that Jimmy Garoppolo has proved he can like manage a game and and win games, but he's not going to get you over the hump at the exactly. same time. That's what, what I'm saying. Win. Those guys don't get you there. They don't get you where you want to go. The game managers, the oh he doesn't make a lot of mistakes. Like oh we can trust him. He's a vet. 
those kind of comments, you when somebody starts throwing those kind of um, buzzwords out, you run the other way. Jameis Winston, another guy who's out there who's been linked a little bit. I like that better than than anybody else. Jameis? Yeah. Yeah, I think the, the Saints also have interest in bringing him back, but there's there's a lot of big names still out there in free agency. Not at the QB position per se, but in general. So, yeah, just keep it Let me ask you eye. this, Ricky. What? Let me ask you this. Sean Watson. We talk about him floating around. Just give me the team that you think, like, where might he go? Because this is where the biggest opportunity to place a bet, a futures bet, is for me. If you can identify, like, maybe two places that he might end up and you bet them to win the the, the conference or even the Super Bowl because I think he is that good to where he'll change a team's trajectory like that. But if you can just pick out one or like two or three teams even that like we think he might end up on and bet those, you're going to do yourself a lot of good. So like, where might he end up? Honestly, Tom, I feel pretty confident I can narrow the Deshaun market, the Deshaun Watson market down to two teams. Two teams. And two teams. And with a strong front runner in the first team. And the the front runner, I'd say, if you wanted to make a futures bet, is the Carolina Panthers. There's no secret in the league. They're going all in to get him. They'll give up whatever they need to. Uh, even Christian McCaffrey's being sprinkled into conversations, multiple first round picks. They are committed to getting their QB after having however many years it's been fighting that battle. So in terms of like a, a strong front runner, I think Carolina will get that job. We'll, we'll get that deal done. Um, I really do. And, and I think the Panthers. It's also worth noting to Sean Watson. Go ahead. Yeah, go ahead. I'll finish. Well, he was he was visiting with the Panthers uh, a couple days ago or yesterday, so that's already starting to be in motion in terms of like initial stages of the deal. And I think it's a no-brainer if if you feel that strongly, you should one hundred percent have tickets on them to win the NFC and them to win their division, without a doubt. If you and feel that strongly, that's a team, Tom. I said this last year. The Carolina Panthers are an elite quarterback away from being a Super Bowl contender because they had an unbelievable pass rush. Actually, just a good defense in general. Uh, I love Matt Rule. So, yeah, I mean, I'll probably get that bet in today, as a matter of fact. Because, But the only thing with that is, Tom, the market knows that information, too. So there is – that is slightly priced into – a Panthers ticket right now that there's a strong possibility that they get I don't know him. if it is. I don't think it is. Do you have the numbers? I do. They're 30 to 1 to win the NFC championship and to win the NFC. 30 to 1. Who are they sandwiched between? That will give me a good. Um, so just to give you an idea, Saints 20 to 1, Eagles 20 to 1, Commanders 25 to 1, Commanders, oh my God. Falcons 30 to 1, Panthers 30 to 1. Bears forty to one, so they're neck. They have the same odds as the Atlanta Falcons. Yes, and I think that's a joke. Now we go to the division, right. where I think maybe there's a better opportunity. Buccaneers minus two twenty five, laying two twenty five. Saints 
Yep. Four to one. Panthers, six and a half to one, plus 650 on the Panthers to win the division. Now, if, if you're telling me that's the bet to make, is you're telling me Tom Brady's going to come back and be amazing for the Bucks again? Uh, are we sure about that? Are we 100% convinced that he's going to come back and be Super Bowl ready again? Hey, I'll take Deshaun Watson over a 46-year-old Brady. Put it that way. Saints? Why are they 4-1? Four, four to one? And real quick on the Saints, if there was a third dark horse team for Deshaun Watson that has been really aggressive in trying to get him, the problem is I don't think they have the ammo to get him, You know, whereas the Eagles and the Panthers do. And again, I just dropped my second team that I think Tom has a – the best, the most realistic path to acquire Deshaun Watson is the Philadelphia Eagles. They have so? the three first-round picks that the Texans are looking for, which is, they've made it very clear. That's what they want. They want first-round draft picks and complimentary players and other picks to go with it. So the Eagles are the only team that has that, Tom. It honestly it bothers me that the Eagles won't try. Maybe they are trying, but like... Again, it does not take a rocket scientist to realize that in the NFL you need an elite quarterback or you suck. And people want to see what Hurts is going to do and people want to see, oh, is Hurts going to make it? I need one more year with Hurts. Like, you throw all that out the window when you've got a franchise guy like Deshaun Watson who, by the way, is young, will be here forever, and he's, in case we forget when he was playing, is insanely good mm -hmm. how can you not want to take a shot on that I don't care if this burns my team for 10 years I'm taking my shot with Deshaun Watson yep and the you're just scared the, if not you're just scared you're just living scared too scared well, to make like, a, like a change like that it sounds like Deshaun Watson would prefer not to go to the Eagles and uh, the Panthers and the Saints would be a more ideal destination for him. He actually declined, I think, to even meet with the Eagles. And the Colts and the Eagles were the two other teams that he was, I guess his agent was trying to set up meetings with. They ruled the Colts out because the Texans won't trade him in the division and he didn't want to go to the Eagles meeting. So You do have to wonder if some know. of that stuff kind of... Uh, you have to wonder. And again, it's a lot of media stuff. You don't, you don't know how Deshaun Watson's feeling, but... There, there have been links throughout this whole process of him not of Philadelphia not being his his ideal choice. So, you you know, I'm taking a Panthers it, ticket to win the division and to win the conference. I'm I like taking, it. I'm taking those. I'll join you, Tom. I like it. I like it. Shop it around. Make sure we get the best number. Um, Ricky, before we get out of here, give me your college basketball play for today. Yep. So my pick is actually uh, I'm getting this bet in now for a game on Friday, and it's the USC Miami game. There's a one and a half spread right now. USC's favored. Tom, I think this is the biggest mismatch in round one. This Miami team, they're so small. They actually start four guards, and they're just a they're just a bad rebounding team. You now match them up with a USC team who four of their five guys are six nine 
elite athletes. They're a tremendous rebounding team. I think USC kills Miami. The only way this game is close is if Miami's guards just shoot the lights out, which obviously could happen, but I'm hitting this game hard. I'll put a unit and a half right now and wow. probably add to it depending how the line movement goes, but I see mismatch in this game. It looks like it's ever so slightly kind of moving towards Miami, believe it or not. It looks like there's some twos and then some one and a halves. So it looks like it's kind of moving just a half a point ever so slightly towards Miami. And that makes no, that scares me how close this spread <laughs> even is. Truthfully, it's it, something seems off here. And usually when something's off, something's off, but nah, I feel like just matchup wise, USC should be able to take advantage of the boards here and, and lock this team down. I really like that play. Like that play a lot. Um, I think I gave out my college plays for the next few days. I think I did I did all of those. They should be posted. Oh yeah, I saw your you got yours up on the site. Yep. Notre Dame, that plus one and a half we talked about yesterday, all the way down to minus one now. So we've got some huge, huge value there. Um Wyoming today, I have a play on Wyoming, plus three and a half, plus four, both both tickets. That's this evening. And oh, tennis. While we wrap the show up here, Ricky, tennis last yesterday, last night. Very I'm, good day of tennis. Ooh, okay. We had uh, Jensen Brooksby, who was on the men's side. Plus 125, that cashes for a whole unit. Rybakina cashes, plus 140. Mondrasova, plus 155, cash it. Cutter Matova, laying $1.35, cash that as well. And Jasmine Paolini was our only loss of the day. Wow, good day, good day. How about that? More tennis plays today. Uh, just just two here. Um, playing Paula, Paula Badosa at minus $2 for a unit. I know it's a lot of juice, but she has got uh, Layla Fernandez just beat bad on the numbers. So we're going Paula Badosa minus 200. That's the best number in market by a lot. I saw 225, 230. So I liked getting that number at that spot before it goes away. And then Veronica Kudermatova against Vondrasova. Kudermatova, she's just playing such good tennis right now. I'm going to ride every bit of that um, hot streak as I can. So that's plus 130. Plus 133 is the best number that I found on that. Okay. I'll be tennis. Steady Picks Radio, wake up and wager. Thank you so much for listening today. Ricky, thank you. Wonderful job with the NFL. Of course, of course. I miss it, Tom. It'll be back before you know it. We got baseball to deal with first. Let's go. Daily baseball days, all, baseball plays all summer long. That's what I'm looking forward to. Steady Picks Radio, wake up and wager. Thanks for listening today. We'll catch you tomorrow.